Welcome to That's Awesome ID. My name is Leslie Early, and each week I will be speaking with a different guest and learning about one thing they think is awesome in the field of instructional design. Okay, today I am super excited because I have two-time returning champ, senior instructional designer, Mike Peacock, here with me today. Why do I say two-time returning champ? Because Mike Peacock is the first guest who I have had back on for a second episode, History in the Making, folks. Thank you for joining (laughs) me, Mike. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for asking me back. Of course. It's just, you're so easy to talk to. and We had so much fun the last time and, and I'm just excited to talk to you again because we're going to talk about something that I really have no idea about, <laughs> which is always fun. Excellent. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. um, and that is interactive PDFs. Now I've seen people talk about these a little bit, but um, we're going to try to dive into that. But we, before we get too sidetracked, because I have a tendency to get sidetracked, why don't you take a couple of minutes and just introduce yourself and maybe talk a little bit about how you got interested in interactive PDFs? Certainly. Uh, thank you again. Well, thank you for having me back. Um, I am a senior instructional designer or something like that at a, a company called Aristocrat Gaming. We make slot machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're based out of Las Vegas. Um, been there for a little over two years. Uh, I'm one of these... Uh, teachers that are in, or that became a uh, instructional designer. So teacher for 20 years mm-hmm. in audio and music and video and that, that just fell apart and then, you know, morphed my way into instructional design. Um, and I wish I knew all this stuff now that I know as an instructional designer when I was a teacher. Uh, so I, it's, yeah. it's what it came in handy. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of overlap, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. So the next time you do a show on, uh, you know, the, the combination of instructional designer meet teacher, um, you know, that, that's a good, that's, I, I like having discussions with that. But yeah. when I get into uh, instructional design here at Aristocrat, we, 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 we do manuals and okay. or guidebooks. <laughs> okay, okay like all training does mm-hmm. and and I know that all of you out there have had a guidebook or a manual either have read one in a training or have actually created one mm-hmm. and there's only so much you can do on a page and images can only be so clear or so big right and one of the things I I dabbled with and this is how I got into this whirlwind of uh, I guess, interactive PDFs mm-hmm. is like, I couldn't see a picture. I was like, I can't see this. This it was a, some kind of systems thing uh, with tabs on it. I'm like, I can't see that. So I was like, there's gotta be a way for me to see this picture larger. And so I'm like, all right, how can I do that? So I, I fumbled around and I was like, all right, let me put a button on it. Like in the digital world. And if I click it, I want to see that picture. Mm-hmm. And so I figured out how to do that. Uh, I think I think I threw it in Rise. And so I put a link around the picture and you click it and it opened up. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is great. And so that way you can expand it. And then I was like, Ooh, what if I want more pictures? So I added more pictures. So now I have a carousel of pictures. And that's how I started in, in this interactive manual Wait was I minute. couldn't see a picture. Let me back up. You put a carousel of pictures into a PDF? Yes. 
Wow. So what an in, what an instruction uh, what an interactive PDF in my mind is uh-huh. is a manual. We'll, we'll say you know guidebook, tip sheet, infograph, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. with layers. Kind of think Captivate or Storyline okay. um, with just different layers that you can get into. So if I see a picture, I can click on the picture and have that picture or more pictures Mm -hmm. or so that's how it started. Then I was like, well, what if I want a video for that picture? So instead of seeing the picture, I see a video explaining that picture. So I created the video and then I put a button on the picture. I click it and a video pops up. So in the digital world, you didn't have to leave the document. And then I was then other things happen, but, and then I start, okay, what if I, I started doing videos for stuff. I'm like, well, I want people to see the videos within the documents. So I just started putting links like press here. Instead of just putting a link, you put a button that says press here. Anyone will press it. Yeah. It's a button. It says (laughs) press here. (laughs) Of course I'm going to do that. (laughs) Where does this go? I don't know. Um, So as as I created this, it took away some of the, it relieved some of the text. Mm. Cause I I don't know about you. I I can't, um, I don't like text. Uh, I don't know. I just, I get intimidated. I'm also a musician. Mm -hmm. So I'm a classical musician for 25 years. I still get intimidated by, by notes on a, on a sheet. I'm like, Oh man, I can't play Mm -hmm. this. Of course I can play it. But it's the same thing with text. It's like, I got to read too much. And again, you know, we're all educated. We can, we can read. Um, but thanks, I guess, to the internet, we don't anymore. Um, we, we watch things. So I won, you know, I don't, I mean, I still like reading. So, yeah, it, I, think, I, I will. Yeah. I will agree with you. I there, it, my level of comfort with a large amount of text is very dependent on the context of where it is. Like yes, like I agree. If, you, if I, I hold agree. a book in my hand, I can hold a huge coffee table book in my hand, and there's tons of text in there. But yep. because it's in a book, it's not overwhelming. But if I see a screen or PDF document full of text. I don't know what the difference is. Maybe it's just the way we track with our eyes or whatever it yeah. is. But I, my brain just goes, oh, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I am not I hear doing ya. that right now. <laughs> I need to have and a if- full cup of coffee or something before I even attempt <laughs> to do that. <laughs> and it's usually not designed correctly for our eyes to to friendly, friendly read through mm-hmm. and, and, and you know, go down the page. And so that's how the interactive... I guess a textbook or whatever be started was I just wanted more from the book for more from the, the, the flat picture mm-hmm. and the, the text that were there. And so I started putting in links to videos, to pictures. Um, we were doing the inside of a, of a slot machine cabinet. And so I took a 360 camera and I put it in there mm-hmm. and that way they could scan around and they could see around that um, I put hotspots on that, so if they wanted to see the printer, they could press the hotspot, and then they could go into the printer, um, which was just a video. So it's just layers on layers. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end, instead of having a written quiz, I, I built scenarios in Rise. And so there was a link over to the scenarios in Rise mm-hmm. or or Storyline or whatever I used. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's all for the most part it is. Um, yeah, it's just... Because I always wanted, because I did these te- these these guidebooks, like most of you, I'm sure, listening do, 
and you know they're not being read. You know, after right. the class, you know, they're, they're being recycled or, you know, hopefully they're recycled or deleted or forgotten about. So I, what I really wanted my hard work to be, you know, and the hard work of the trainers and all this information that people should be needing um, as a resource. Yeah. And that's what, you know, snowballed this idea into what it is now. Yeah. So, um I don't know if you have any examples that you're willing to share and show, but I would, it, I would love to, when we do post this episode, be able to show something to so people can sort of see what you're talking about. Cause I think I understand what you're talking about, but maybe what I'm imagining is totally different. But what I'm thinking is that you have like your PDF or your document, Word document, whatever it is. And essentially you're adding graphic elements that are linking to outside like URLs. Correct. That is one way of doing it. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yep. Okay. Then that makes more sense to me now. I'm, I'm getting yep. it now. Okay. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense why you would want to do that because, um, you're right. I don't think anybody takes like a 36 page PDF or, or even more hundred page PDF and goes to their desk and sits down and it's like, I'm going to just go right through this today. <laughs> so yeah, unless, I mean, unless you motivate them with like these interactive elements that you're talking about. So, yeah, there's some pretty neat stuff. Um, and I, I, we're dealing with one and we do use this at Aristocrat. So we've been converting manuals over and we're dealing with one now, which is 186 pages. And one, just to print that out. I mean, I love trees, you know, yeah. don't get me wrong. I love trees, even though I'm in the desert and I don't have any, <laughs> but I do, I do love trees. Uh, and to print out, you know, for 20 people in a class, 186 pages, um, that's a lot. And then, or to send someone a PDF. And I, I know me, I'll like open it and go, okay, how many pages is this? Oh my God, 180, you know, all right, this better be good. Um so what we're doing now is we're trying to reduce the – not the content, you know, obviously weed through and update, but also the the journey, the experience, um, which we can now do with, in other formats. Um, uh, I'm creating a uh, uh, a comic strip. So you'd actually, actually zoom in and it would go to each of the parts of the comic strip. So instead of putting text in bullets, it's a comic yeah. strip. Of, of someone having an issue uh, in a casino. And then on the last slide, you click it and a video pops up of how to fix mm. it. So it's the journey of the person at the machine has problem, goes to the, 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 you know, the, the help desk, you know, what's the issue, yada, yada, yada. And then there's a video that pops right out of the, right out of the mm -hmm. comic strip. So, so much better than just bullet, 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 right. bullet, bullet. And, and it's the same information, same information. And also, but you're talking about like, you're getting to into like storytelling and, and, and all that exactly. kind of stuff too, which is like helps yeah. a lot. And I, I think what we're talking about also is like, I always say it wrong. Mayors, Myers principles of like multimedia, right? Like we can all right. read a lot of text when it's on a page, which is what we already sort of said. But when we start looking at digital media, it's like nobody wants to do that. <laughs> nobody. Right. So right. What, what I'm hearing you saying is like you want to make it, bring it into the digital realm. And we've, it's been proven by, you know, that 
certain things work a lot better digitally. Right. Some of that being bringing in visuals, bringing in storytelling, bringing in reducing right. the amount of text, no bulleted lists, like things like that. Right. So, right. I'm on board. You sold me. I'm, I'm... Hey, hey all right. I got a customer. All right. We're rocking. Take my masterclass. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I just got off of uh, presenting this at the ATD uh, TK conference, which, by the way, was wonderful. And thank you to all the people out there that I met. And if you've never gone, mm -hmm. go next year. You have to go. It's the one of my favorite conferences. Um, and so what I talk about is doing this, not just, you know, the best part is like InDesign. So if you have InDesign and no InDesign, you, you are mm. set. But, but also doing it in a straight Word document. Because everyone has Word. So this is how I walk you through and kind of how you would do it in a Word document, um, how to do it if you have a PDF and or even a piece of paper. Scan it. Now it's a PDF. You put it in Acrobat if you have Acrobat, Adobe Acrobat, and mm -hmm. then you can you can customize it from there. I don't know if I've ever – you can add buttons and things into Adobe Acrobat? I, that was how I first started was huh. I took the PDF itself and did it in Acrobat. And then when I went back to, you know, add some more stuff, I'm like, all right, what did I do that in? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Acrobat. And oh, yeah, you can do buttons. You can add videos. You can everything for the simple parts you can do in InDesign. Uh -huh. You can do right in Acrobat. I had no idea. I think yeah. I haven't used Acrobat really that much recently <laughs> because right, I'm only right. thinking of Acrobat as like, signatures and fill in uh what is that fill in sign <laughs> right. right there you go fill in sign right yeah well there's a lot you can do and then i'm going to uh now interactive 2.0 with uh this in indesign where i my next manuals will be um on the web mm -hmm. so they'll be the same documents as they are in pdf but it will be a link mm-hmm and I can do more content, uh, more creativity because it's on the web instead of an interactive PDF mm -hmm. uh, or a digital PDF. But I can update it instantly. So if something changes or, you know, I need to add something, I just add it and it's updated. Not I have to print it out again, send up an update, upload. You know, it's instantly, yeah. instantly done. And it can be password protected and, and all those security things. Um, but it's it's really neat what you can do. You know, there's a couple drawbacks here and there, um, but it's pretty neat. And most for the most part, and it works on any uh, multimedia device. So if you're on your phone, iPad, um, computer, Mac, PC, it's a link. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It, it would be like responsive. Um, what was I going to say? Shoot. Oh, um I guess so. It's you said you know you're on version 2.0 now. Like you're like yeah, leveling I'm, up and you're I'm leveling myself up. Yeah, you know exactly. It's, it's my game. I can now. Yeah, you decide when you've <laughs> leveled up. But I guess are there any? Um, can you remember or recall uh, like lessons that you've learned along the way? Like oh, this really did not work out. Like or or this thing didn't quite go the way I thought it would. Or or has it just? It's more just like you're just expanding. Oh, it's worked every time. There's been no issues whatsoever. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a lot of trial and error. Um, you think something will work and 
it doesn't work. It's kind of like, you know, like storyline or captivate or anything with layers. You're like, all right, what layer doesn't work? What button is, what, what am I not doing right? And for the first, one of the first ones was I was doing this layering thing where you hover over something like Mm. a picture and the text would pop up. So all you see is pictures on the page, but you hover over each one and there's the text. So you don't see a page of text. You just see a page of pictures. Mm. So when I was doing that, I, I had everything around kind of think, you know, storyline and you have your whole page, but I didn't know that the, the text box or the picture or the image had to be actually touching the page for it to be seen or used. So I had all this stuff and I'm like, all right, why can't I see this? Why can't I see it? So I'm looking at my layers, my buttons. And I was like, Oh wait, it has to touch the page even just a little bit. So or just like captivate and storyline. I'm like, oh, okay, there yeah, it is. Ha- there has to be something on that base layer. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I'm like, oh, fine. Oh, that's okay. We've all uh, been there. <laughs> we've all been there. Yep. So you've come up with some good examples of applications that you can use uh, to make this and some some good examples of how you've used it. Um I'm curious if you have any suggestions, like people who are just starting out, like what is an easy way to say, oh, that would be a good, a good um, use case for an interactive PDF? I would say look at a document, uh, whether it, it could be an appendix, a tip sheet, uh, an infograph, uh, a manual, what, whatever you're creating or your trainers are using. Um, unfortunately I, I create my training and then I pass it off to my trainers. So I'm not the one implementing it. So I have to sell them on the idea sometimes, uh, no, this is going to make your job easier. Uh, but to get started, just look at anything that you're creating and go, okay, what, what would I want better? Like mine was an image, you know, there's only so much you can put on an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper. And, or I want them, or you're explaining a process maybe, and it'd be much easier if they just saw a 10 second video. So create the video and then put a link to it and then get rid of the bullets. Yeah. Uh, And and we'll save space or look better. You know, uh, don't, you know, I know we always say it, but don't be afraid of, you know, empty space, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, spread it out, make it look all pretty. And, uh, but that's, how, that's, how, that's where I would start. And if you're, you know, you don't have InDesign, great, use Word. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't have any of the acrobats or anything like that, um, just use Word. All it is is a link. And if you do create a Word document, very simply to a link on something, and when you convert it to a PDF, it will keep the link. Oh, yeah. Because you don't want to send out a Word document most of the time because people will can, can manipulate it, it. Yeah. right? But if you do add a link into a Word document, um, you can uh, it, it will save as a uh, PDF. Yeah, it will export it. PDF. Yeah. yeah, and you can do the same thing with um, you know, PowerPoint. You know, instead of going slide to slide to slide to slide, have you know a bunch of tabs, and go, okay, I want to talk about this topic. Hit the tab, and that create a button, and it goes to page ten. And then on page 15, when the information's over, it goes back to page one. And then you go, no, nah, I want to go to this one now. And you jump around. So a lot of the trainers don't, don't like to go in order. They, they will jump around. So what I've been trying to do is create that jumping ability for them. Like, here's all the information. It's linear. But on this main page, you can jump around all you want. So I'm doing that for the manuals, for PowerPoints, um, for anything that I give them, because I know 
if you've ever been a trainer or a teacher, you know every class is different depending on the audience. And sometimes you want to talk about A, B, and C, and sometimes you want to go A, D, C, B. Uh, so, so I'm trying to, I'm thinking like, how would they want it trained? And, uh, and, and that all started from, they want, they kept updating their textbook, like, or having me update the textbook. And no, we want it like this now, because that's how I train it. And two weeks later, no, I want it like this. Cause that's yeah. how I train it. And like, come on. You're like, how uh, about I just let you navigate as easily and smoothly as possible? I, <laughs> that took very little selling. Yeah. Uh, they were like, okay, they were on board with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So just little things like that, that are already there in your word or, uh, or PowerPoints. Um, another one I use, and I use this because we still, you know, the digital world, but they were still printing them out. I'm like, whatever, I'm not in charge. Um, so I'm like, I still want them to get that experience. So how can I, you can't press a piece of paper, nothing happens. So I started using augmented reality. Oh, I was, I was actually thinking about that. Yeah. So I put zapper codes. I use zapper. Yeah. And so I would put zapper codes on there and they would zap it and get the same experience. A link to the 360 uh, photo, yeah. a link to the video, a link to the scenarios, a link to the game, whatever I can create with a button. I can also create in the code with a code. Yeah. And I could do some other really cool stuff just for Zapper that I would put in there too. And, uh, you know, so they would experience the Zapper, the Zapper world. Um, yeah. 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 When you were describing it, I was like, oh, this is like content curation. So this is very similar to what you would use um, AR for or what one of the uses. One of the uses. AR. Right, right. Yeah. Huh. Very cool. All right. Well, hmm. I guess then my last question is if people, um, would like to reach out to you to discuss this a little further or, or bounce <laughs> ideas or anything like that. What is the best way for people to connect with you? You can connect with me on LinkedIn, um, uh-huh. Mike Peacock, or my email address is MikePCK42 at gmail.com. And I'll send you a link. Uh, we can talk this, uh, if I don't audio, video, anything like that. I'm just, you know, hey, I play le- play some ukulele uh whatever you want <laughs> let's just let's just connect i like connecting yes and you're very fun and easy to talk to i can vouch for that so um, <laughs> awesome well thank you so much for joining me mike and uh i hope you have a good rest of your day uh thank you very much and you do the same 